I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. So there is one company that seems to be having like the no good, very bad, worst ever year in 2017. Valiant? I would argue for Uber. Oh, you mean Boober? The uh, company. I, I hear it's called Boober because it gets so much ass for its CEO, Travis Kalanick. And the stories go on and on. There was the time uh, Travis was in the back of an Uber and he got in a big fight with the driver about how the driver was seeing his fares go down and he didn't understand why Travis was screwing him on his rates. And there was also the incident with the woman who called Uber out for being an incredibly sexist frat boy type culture. And then there was the fact that Uber jacked up its fares while everybody was going to JFK to protest and people thought that was disgusting and that whole hashtag delete Uber thing started and people started leaving the company and downloading Lyft, which brings us to the entire stupid game that Uber is involved with in Silicon Valley, which is that it's not profitable, but they do have to show that they are increasing ridership. The way Tim Lee from Vox describes it is basically that Uber's business model is built on paying people to like Uber. Which is to say they price rides below cost to draw a customer base and to to undercut their competitors on price to maintain a near monopoly. They end up paying drivers more than they can economically pay them in the long run because they're paying them more than is actually justified by the fair revenue that they're generating from their rides. And that allows them to build up a driver base and have plenty of availability when, when they need it. And one thing you hear from people in Silicon Valley is despite all these scandals, Uber seems to do quite well hiring And the thinking is that it's paying people a ton of money, and that's how it's hiring people despite all these problems. And you know that there's nothing inherently wrong with paying people to like you. The problem is that if you pay everyone to like you and you're losing money, you're eventually going to run out of money to pay people to like you with. And then – Yeah. Basically, it's, it's increased how much it costs for Uber to pay you to like them. They have to do more to retain customers, more to retain employees, more to retain drivers. And so whatever financial bleed they were having, all of this only makes it worse. The Mm -hmm. fact that Silicon Valley is so invested in Uber and Uber's success makes me think that this company will have VC money and will be sustained until there's like a major blow, whether it's the transparency in terms of how bad their finances are or like a real scandal. Look how long Theranos has been able to exist in Silicon Valley just because so many people were invested in it and really believed in it. And they didn't actually have a product. Uber has a product, for sure. But the, the thing with the Uber endgame that I don't know about, and first of all, I, I should note Uber is private. We don't know immense detail about its finances. We have seen these leaked documents that show that it is losing a lot of money. But uh, maybe there are markets in which it's making a lot of money, and there are parts of the business that are profitable, and that you can you know focus on those and shut down the ones that lose money. Um, but the thing is, you know, usually the idea with private capital and with Silicon Valley big dreams is that basically, you know, you build a customer base and then in the future, that's when you get profits because all that customer acquisition will allow you to make money in the future. The question is, how do you get from A to B with Uber? Is it like in the future, you'll be able to charge the customers more? In the future, it'll be cheaper to provide the rides? Like what's the thing that changes between now and then that changes the profit equation totally. so that they make money? I don't see what it is. I mean, in the, in the very long run, maybe it's driverless cars, but that's that's even for Silicon Valley, that's That's too long long to sustain a business model in between now and then. And the thing with Uber constantly opening up in 
new markets is you could almost accuse them of being a roll up. A roll up is a company that needs to show growth by ac- through acquisitions and then uses aggressive accounting to make their balance sheets look healthier because they've just made an acquisition. So Uber is like, yeah, we invested all this money in acquiring this new, you know, real estate or rather this land, this new city that we're going to operate in. So yeah, that costs money, but we can project that it's going to generate this amount of money in the future and everything's looking great. And for as long as they can continue adding those cities, they can say, yeah, okay, it costs us money to do this, but in the future, it's going to look great. Moving on. The funny thing about that comparison is, you know, the, the idea with the roll-up is that you, you need to do acquisitions to show profit growth. But in Silicon Valley, things are so go-go that you can be a roll-up while losing money. Yeah, it's crazy. All you need to show is revenue growth. You don't even need to show profits. At Business Insider, Matt DeBoard wrote that Uber is kind of like the company that is the barometer of health of Silicon Valley right now. So many people are invested in it. And that um, it's like Facebook used to be before it IPO'd. But Facebook is kind of a success story. Well, Facebook makes money. Yes, Facebook makes money. And so the fact that Silicon Valley is pinning its hopes on Uber Uber is actually kind of a scary thought. This also makes me wonder broadly. There, there are a number of startups that I am a customer of that I think have to be losing money. Are you and still I, using Birchbox, Boop? I am using Birchbox. Oh, okay. That's, that's why my skin is so wonderful. Oh, okay. um, I use Caviar a lot to order food. Oh. And Caviar is different from Seamless because Caviar employs the delivery people. But then Caviar has to pay a bunch of delivery people. So it's not like Seamless, which is just a technology company. You have all these business costs. And so I'm, I'm deeply afraid that this business model can never make money and that someday Caviar delivery will go away once they tire of like, losing VC money on this. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton. And the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader.